Welcome to Focus on Purpose podcast, where we bring clarity to your purpose, helping you to gain confidence, healing, and transformation to grow deeper in God while operating in your true identity. Get ready for your host, author, speaker, and transformation coach, Cherie Hill. Welcome everyone, come on in, thank you for um, tuning in. If you are new here, my name is Coach Cherie, I am a business coach and a financial educator, and I am your lunch strategist. I help female entrepreneurs um, to relaunch their business for bigger profits while gaining financial freedom. And so, listen, I want to be, I want to talk to you today about, um, you know what, building confidence to launch your business. Um, I, I kind of think that a lot of people are sitting on their next business idea. I believe that some of you have been holding these ideas in your mind, right? That beautiful brain that we have. Um, And it's been six months, right? I'ma lunch it on this day. Time flies and you haven't lunched it. Uh, It's been a year, same thing. two years and some have been even sitting on business ideas for the past five years if that's you i want you to let me know (laughs) that you have been sitting on a business idea even if you have already launched your business and maybe there is a new service or new product within that actual business that you have launched you've been sitting on that right um and maybe you just need the confidence i can be honest with you and say that i have been there before and so i'm gonna give you a couple of nuggets to help you to build that confidence that you need to actually launch okay i'm actually going to be giving you three keys today so first i want to say um if you're watching this on the replay i want you to type in the comments replay Also, if you are listening to this on my podcast, the Focus on Purpose podcast, I want you to leave a comment and let me know that you're tuning in. And those that are watching right now, I want you to also um, put in the chat box what you do for a living, you know, Um, or what you want to do, or what is that business idea that you are ready to launch. Go ahead and share that with us. All right, so I want to kind of get right into it. So um, as we're talking about building your confidence to launch, okay, let me just say that um, (laughs) when I came up with these keys, and let me just tell you, there are are way more keys that I could have added, okay, (laughs) but I'm only going to give you three. I'm giving you my top three, okay? Okay. but when I was thinking about these keys, I thought about what is 
stopping a person from actually having that confidence to launch their business. And so let's start with the number one reason you haven't launched or you don't have the confidence to launch. Or maybe you have launched in the past, right? Right? You launched it before and you heard crickets, okay? <laughs> you heard crickets or you didn't receive the um, feedback that you wanted, right? You didn't get the, the profits or the outcome that you wanted. So let's talk about that because what happens is if you have launched something and it failed, it creates disappointment. And if it created disappointment, then it's possible then it can put a fear in you, right? And I want to break that fear on this, um, on this live, right? I want to break that fear so that you can move forward, right? So, and we do that by, you know, we do that by giving you some truth, right? Right? So we do that. Um, so let's go into it. So the number one reason that you haven't launched or you don't have the confidence to launch is because you don't have an audience to sell to. You don't have an audience to sell to. You're afraid that no one's going to buy your product, right? Because if we thought that everybody was going to buy our product, we would be launching every idea in our head. We would run fast. We would be like as if we are in a race, running a full speed race, right? <laughs> okay, maybe I feel that way, you know. If I feel confident about something, let me just tell you, confidence will put put the um put a, a pep in your step, okay? <laughs> so when you have that confidence, right? And so having an audience to sell your product to will create that confidence for you. And honestly, if you don't have an audience to sell your product to, then you are not ready to be launching. And I'm just going to be honest. You may hear those crickets because who's going to buy it, right? Now, notice, I didn't say that you need a large audience, right? I didn't say that. You don't need a large audience at all. You can have a very small you know, audience to sell your product to. The thing is you need the right audience. You need a target audience. And I always talk about a target audience because a lot of us are so, we're targeting everybody and they mama. <laughs> Southern swang, okay? Just came out. Um, but we're targeting everybody instead of being a niche, right? And a niche doesn't mean that you have to be so small that you're barely hitting anybody, right? But think about this. I always say you want to have a specialization when you are um, niching down, right? What are the two things that I specialize in? I help blank achieve what? What do I want to be known for? Because that's who you want within your audience, okay? That's who is going to buy your products, right? Now, that does not limit you from being able to sell your products to everybody. But keep in mind, the more you have a, a, a niche audience, the more your audience feel like you are speaking directly to them and calling them out by name. 
okay that's the thing they feel like you're speaking directly to them and that is what you want being broad will prevent you from doing that okay being broad will prevent you from doing that so where can you um find your audience to sell to right well for one you want to be looking within your communities okay so remember i did a live recently and i talked about um communities to build up your audience you need to foster a community form a community and that community we we kind of mentioned this this community can be um within your facebook page uh your personal facebook page it can be on your business facebook page it can be in your facebook group it can be on your email list it can be on your youtube channel blogs wherever you are connecting with people and however you feel um um comfortable right and also most important it also needs to be where your people are at okay so if they're not on instagram then why are you there (laughs) for business right so you have to kind of look at where where's my people at so um so communities right i'm gonna always be talking about communities when it comes down to um your audience on where you're gonna sell to Um, The next thing is through your networks, okay? Very important because remember, if you don't have the audience, then you should at least have some networks and that's why you need to be networking, okay? And so, and it's important for you to figure out, well, what networks, what organizations, what people have my audience, right? Because if I don't have them within my own communities, then I can just partner up with other people who host or hold my actual audience within their network, their communities, right? And from there, you can actually sell your products, right? Of course, you know, you want to find out what's their guidelines, what's their rules, how that works. Um, But that's why I kind of also like um, established partnerships, not you sneaking and, you know, no, you know, Um, there's a, a group that I'm considering and it's actually, it is a, not really a group, it is a community. It's an organization for Christian um, women in business. And I'm thinking about partnering with them because they have opportunities where I can um, be an ambassador, right? And so that's what I'm talking about. That will, um, that's a network that's also forming a relationship. And I could build a relationship with their already established, right? Established network. Um, their community and then I can sell to them okay um, so you want to make sure you have these things um, and then the final thing for this one is your own email list very very important um, no matter what you're doing you you need an email list okay because the sales typically happen on email lists I would say on average uh, 25 to 30 percent of sales happen on the email list okay not on social media but on the email list so it's very important that you move everyone your audience right over into your email list because you don't own these platforms right unless you made up your own community through you know um kajabi or something like that that gave you that 
um, tool to be able to do that, you know. But outside of that, you don't own Facebook. You don't own Instagram. You, you know, you don't own it. And I've seen people get their page taken down, even their Facebook group pages. So it's very important that you establish your own email list. And when you have your email list, also you want to be... Um, um, you know, you want to sail in there. <laughs> so I would say to you, um, because you're probably wondering how many people I need to have on my email list. Well, to be honest, it depends on your goals of how, you know, how many sales do you want to make? during your lunch right so if you know that it'll kind of help you and I don't want to get ahead of myself but you know you can have a good hundred and and get sales right because think about it and it doesn't sound like a lot of people but if you have a hundred people that are your actual target audience mm, versus a thousand people that are not even interested in yourself right so it's really about what you're goal your financial goal is and um you know i'm gonna say you want to shoot for at least 500 and if you can get up to a thousand that's perfect um but if you can't that's fine um 200 is good even even 200 but everything really depends on your financial goal um for your actual lunch let's go to the second key okay um, the second key to building confidence to lunch is going to be having a lunch budget, okay? Please don't skip this. <laughs> Listen, it takes money to make money, okay? Um, you want to have a lunch budget because you want to be able to do things that needs to be done um, in order for you to accomplish your lunch, right? Um, it, it takes money, like I said, to make money. So when you're considering your lunch budget, here are a couple of things that you actually wanna factor in, right? You wanna consider um, the expenses for the lunch. Now, the expenses for the lunch, everybody lunch will look different because you have different products and different services. Um, but please, do me a favor. There are so many people that will tell you you don't have to spend any money. I'm looking to start something that doesn't require money. Um, and I'm not saying there's nothing, there's nothing out there that will give you that. But what I am saying is... Um, if you're coming in with nothing, then know that it's going to be your time. Um, and time is money, okay? <laughs> Always remember that. Time is money. So those businesses that have a low startup fee, um, it requires time, right? So I'm just going to put that out there. But anyways, going back to what I was saying, your expenses for your lunch. This could be, you know, your... I don't know, you know, maybe you're paying somebody to do your email marketing. Maybe you're paying for um, someone to do your copywriting. Um, maybe you're paying for inventory or, you know, whatever it is. You want to create a budget for that, okay? The expenses that it takes to actually launch, okay? Um, so that's something that you wanna factor in. The next thing that you wanna have 
is you want to think about um, any contractors that you're going to hire, um, developers such as website developers or someone that's going to do your um, sales pages and things like that. And also coaches, someone like me, I'm a lunch strategist and I don't work for free, you know. So, so these are things that you want to factor into your lunch budget to be successful, right? Um, and I see a lot of people that lunch and they don't have these these are just basic things if I can be honest um, and the final thing when it comes to your lunch budget is having a marketing budget I can't stress this enough if you don't have a marketing budget what are you expecting to make on your lunch right in your business if you are just hoping to just get sales through social media without even having any type of money that you're putting back into your business, um, not saying that it's not possible. It is definitely possible, but you are limiting yourself. You are robbing yourself of the potential earnings that you could actually make in the beginning if you just do it right <laughs> now someone say well I don't have the money for all of that well you know what when I didn't have the money I went and found the money <laughs> because we can get money for whatever we want to get if we want to go take a vacation out of the country some kind of way we'll find money to do that the thing is you don't have the confidence and this is why right so you want to think about the return on investment when you're thinking about your marketing budget don't i i don't always look at like okay well this 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 is gonna cost me five grand and i mean i'm not saying that you know that's nothing that's not what i'm saying but I'm also looking at, okay, this, this is going to cost me $5,000, but what is my return on my investment? Okay, I have the potential to make $45,000 in this window of time. Well, that makes sense. So I look at it from that perspective, right? Like you have to go in looking at things with, the, with new eyes. So you want to ask yourself, what is my marketing budget for this? And um, how much money am I going to put into marketing? You know, who will I hire to help me with that? Do I have the marketing skills? If you don't have the marketing skills, then you probably want to hire someone to help you or you want to get a digital marketing service, a digital marketing agency, but that's something that you're going to factor. And they, and they say, hey, well, we are charging $2,500 for your lunch and this is what it comes with or $3,000 or $5,000. Well, you want to ask yourself for one, how, what is my return on investment? That's what it comes down to. Okay. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> so if anything, if you don't do anything, you want to at least have a marketing budget for advertisement, right? Facebook ads. If you do Facebook ads, it also do Instagram ads, right? And depending on the industry, you may be doing Google ads. You may be doing YouTube ads. You may be doing Pinterest ads, but you definitely want to do that because if you're just really relying on your actual audience and you haven't even built up your audience then um your 
profits may be very shortchanged, okay? Um, and also you have to think about this. Facebook and Instagram only show your content to less than 5% of your actual audience unless you start immediately getting engagement on that post and then it will increase. It will increase from that. So the way around that is to do Facebook ads, right? And so, and then doing that, you have to have you really need to know what you're doing when it comes down to Facebook ads, okay? Because it's not just you boosting a post. It goes much deeper than that, you know? It goes to knowing your target audience. It goes to making sure that the pixels are on and the retargeting is on so that you are retargeting people that looked at the ad or maybe they saw a blog that you did on Google and because you have it, you have your Facebook attached to it, they are being retargeted. So it, you, you, you need to hire help. Okay. You need to hire help if you don't know what you're doing, because, um, you, you may end up being short changed, but make sure that you have a marketing budget. Okay. Um, and like I said, if you're, and I don't know if I said this, but I'm going to say this, but if your marketing budget is like a hundred dollars, then think about how much do you expect to get back on that $100 because it's your return on your investment. Don't think you're going to put $100 in and get uh, a, a $10,000. It doesn't work like that, right? <laughs> so um, that $100 will get you how many eyes, how much traffic on your actual page. And then you have to think about the conversion ratio when it comes down to that. So, you know, I'm going so deep on this and I didn't intend to do that. I can do that on another, um, in another live video, right? I'm giving y'all too much and I didn't, I didn't want to do that because <laughs> I don't want to confuse anybody either. So number three, key number three, most important here is going to be your lunch strategy. Okay, your lunch strategy. Listen, this is why you don't have confidence to lunch. This is why your lunches failed, right? And this is why your lunch could possibly fail, right? I don't want to speak negative, but this is why your lunch could possibly fail if you do not have a good lunch strategy in place, okay? I always quote what my friend told me, and I don't know if she got it somewhere, but hey, I just know that she told it to me and she said a um oh goodness what did she say <laughs> uh if you fail to plan you can plan to fail right karen newman um so um and so i always quote that so if you're launching something you need a lunch strategy um having taking pictures is good but that's not a lunch strategy right that's a part of it that's a part of um you know your branding, but it is not a lunch strategy. I take pictures for my lunch. I take pictures often, right? But that's part of branding. If you're just doing a party and inviting people, that is not a lunch strategy. That's good exposure, um, but are they your target audience and are they gonna buy your products, okay? So let's get into some, um, some points to go with this. Um, for one, you need to have a marketing plan in place, okay? You need to have a marketing plan in place, okay, when you're considering your lunch strategy. So your marketing plan it needs to kind of um, 
show and tell you where your audience is coming from, right? Where your traffic is coming from. Sorry, not your audience, but your traffic. So where your traffic is coming from and how are you um, converting them, right? You know, it it needs to uh, be a map. I call this a marketing map to kind of demonstrate where you're getting them from, okay? Um, how and, and that's why I said it's super duper important for you to know um, you need to know your conversion ratios and things like that, right? And so, and it may take you some time, you know, if you're just starting out, you may not know that, um, but we'll talk about that later. Um, but, you know, when you're coming, when you're doing a lunch strategy, make sure that you have a marketing plan in place. You need to be able to see um, where where your traffic is coming in. And you need to have an idea of how much traffic you're needing to hit your goals, okay? How much traffic do I need to hit my goals? Well, how, Sheree, how do I determine that? Well, when you're thinking about traffic, and like I said, things have a conversion ratio in them. So on average, a good conversion ratio is anywhere between two to 5%. So if you're only converting two to 5% of your traffic, that gives you an idea how, how much traffic you need on your website. So if there's only 50 people coming on your website and you're only converting two, then you can kind of have an idea of what your sales are going to look like. Um, but if you have a thousand people that's visiting your website and you're converting at least two to 5%, then depending on your product and how much it costs, you may have, you may be okay. So knowing your numbers are really good when it comes down to that. Um, so just kind of giving you an idea when, uh, of that. So uh, let's see what else. The next thing, very important, is going to be having a sales funnel plan. Okay. Um, a sales funnel plan. If you have not heard of a sales funnel, um, this is key to a successful lunch strategy. A sales funnel is just what it is. It is a funnel. Um, you are funneling people through your sales, your sales. Basically, you're taking um, an individual who may be within your audience and they have somehow landed within your audience to your um, lead magnet or your freebie. I think we talked about freebies the other day, right? And then you are funneling them where you want them to go. You are you are in control of where you are taking them, okay? <laughs> so they are on this roller coaster to your sales funnel, to your sales. I'm sorry, not your sales funnel, but they're on a roller coaster to your sales. You are controlling where the ride is going within your sales funnel, okay? A sales funnel can can consist of um an opt-in you know it can this is just basic i'm giving you basic stuff by the way but a sales funnel can consist of your opt-in it can consist of your sales page um you may hear people say landing page is more old school or squeeze page that's a very old school term right Uh, and it can also um consist of um your checkout page and then it can consist of um, some email sequences, you know, upsells, different things, downsells, um, tripwires. Those are certain things that it can consist of, right? Um, but in the at the end, um, it should all be about that audience that was traffic 
right? Then they became a lead and it should be about converting them into a client, right? Or a customer, depending on the type of business that you have. Okay, so that is how that work. And you need a sales funnel plan. Now, some people can say, okay, here's this, um, you know, just what I just said. But remember, I said that that was the basic. Every business should have their own um sales funnel strategy based on their actual business and goals okay your goals are important and even determining your future goals your sales funnels could also um be designed around where you want to go right um how do you want to receive money on a monthly right do you want to start off with courses and end up coaching or you know it just really depends on what you want to do there is no one size fit all when it comes down to a sales funnel okay and if you try to do it that way then your results are going to be mediocre I'm just being honest. <laughs> so, and this is one of my specialties and I love sales funnels and I actually love to create these funnels and strategize an actual plan um, that is going to be unique and tailored to hitting your goals for your actual lunch, but also setting you up to where you can um, generate consistent income after, okay, on a monthly, right, consistent income. Um, And that is what a sales funnel do, FYI, okay? Now, the next thing you need to know, and this is my last one, and I am closing, right? I keep saying closing as if I am in church. But anywho, last one. Um, (laughs) you need a profit plan, okay? Having a profit plan or a profit strategy is key to a successful lunch and giving you the confidence that you need, right? And why do I say that? Well, think about it. If I know how much I'm going to make, I have more confidence to do it. Okay, right? I have more confidence to say, here's my money. I have more confidence to say, let's set a date. I have more confidence to say, let's build this website. Let's build this sales page. Let's build this. Let's do that. Let's do advertisement. Let's do Facebook ads. I have more confidence because I'm more clear on my numbers. Now, let me just be clear on what I'm saying. Um, there is nobody that can guarantee you um, results, 100% results, like like, I can't say, hey, you are gonna make 10K. We can create a 10K um, lunch plan, right? And we can do our best to um, factor in those numbers. But like I said, your traffic and your conversion ratios and blase, blase, blase. But there is no one out there that can tell you this is what's gonna happen. Like, these are the numbers. Um, but having a profit plan still kind of really helps because it it forecasts and it projects, right? And that's what you, got, you, you want. You want to at least be able to have an idea of how much I'm gonna make, you know? Because everything is about the return on investment when you are creating your lunch so that way you can know as as, while I'm creating my lunch and putting things together and writing checks am I gonna get this money back right and so I I really think that's important and I, I really believe that most people don't look at um having an effective 
nonprofit lunch plan, right? Um, but if you have that, it can really help you um, to determine if you may not need to spend that much, right? Or you know what? Maybe I do need to go find some money because if I'm projected to make X, Y, Z, then, you know, I feel more confident. You know, maybe I, I do need to go out there and find that money for this lunch, right? And so those this is how you have to think when it comes down to launching something successful. Um, these are the mistakes that I've made in the past. And I've learned from some of the mistakes. Now, I can give you so many more keys. I really can. Um, this, this, is my, this is basic stuff um, that I learned that you know from having loopholes within my past lunches and this is stuff that i'm like oh my god if somebody would have just told me about this you know i could have been a millionaire (laughs) so but anyways um you guys i'm so i'm so happy that you've tuned in and listened to the entire um broadcast (laughs) on having a are building your confidence for your launch. Um, so that is pretty much the end. Um, if you have any questions, I will answer them. All you have to do is leave them in the comments and then I will probably go back and look at them and answer your questions. And also, if you're listening to this on the um, podcast, um, you can also message me from the podcast um, app, I believe. You can message me and I can actually um, get back to you from there as well. So, I thank you for tuning in and I wish you the best um, on your next lunch. Goodbye. That's it for today's episode. Be sure to visit our website to jumpstart your purpose at www.cheriehill.com. If you have enjoyed today's show, feel free to leave a review and share this broadcast to advance the kingdom of God as always. Until next time.